Welcome to another exciting podcast episode of The Decline and Fall of America. I am Charles Factor, your worldwide podcasting host, and I'm broadcasting live from the Holly Springs Studios in the great state of North Carolina. Today we have a fascinating subject for discussion. We're going to be talking about teenage depression and suicides and hopelessness among teenage girls. Why? Well, because the Center for Disease Control, the federal government, CDC, just issued a major report indicating that suicide attempts, sexual violence, ongoing feelings of sadness have increased dramatically among teenage girls. This, according to an article that was by NBC News. Now, granted, NBC News has had its troubles in recent years. I do understand that it's not the once great news source that it once was, but nonetheless, it's still NBC News, and this is their article that I'll be reading you today, so bear with me as I read you this article from NBC News, and we'll discuss it afterwards. The headline of the article, you can find it at NBCNews.com, is the CD, quote, the CDC says that teen girls are caught in an extreme wave of sadness and violence. Here's the article, quote, a new report finds an overwhelming wave of violence and trauma and never before seen levels of hopelessness and suicidal thoughts among high school students in the United States. Sexual attacks and other traumatic experience have led to an unprecedented level of hopelessness and suicidal thoughts among young American women, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention reported on Monday, quote, our teenage girls are suffering through an overwhelming wave of violence and trauma and it's affecting their mental health, said Kathleen Ether, director of CDC's Division of Adolescence and School Health. Results from the CDC's 2021 Youth Risk Behavior Survey show startling trends. Nearly three in five teenage girls, 57%, said that they felt persistently sad or help hopeless. That's the highest rate in a decade and 30% said that they have seriously considered dying by suicide, a percentage that's risen by 60% over the last 10 years. Quote, as a parent to a teenage girl, I'm heartbroken. As a public health leader, I'm driven to act, said the CDC's chief medical officer, Dr. Deborah Ory. She said at an unusually emotional briefing on Monday, the survey, which has been conducted every year, Every other year for three decades includes responses from 17,232 U.S. high school students. Overall, more than 40% of the boys and girls said that they felt so sad or hopeless within the past year that they were unable to do regular activities such as schoolwork or sports for at least two weeks. When researchers looked at the gender differences, girls are far more likely to report such feelings than boys. Quote, it was striking to us the consistency which the girls are faring more poorly than the boys, Ether said. At least 52% of the teenagers who identified as gay, lesbian, bisexual, or questioning said that they are struggling with their mental health. L- quote, LGBTQ kids experience much more interpersonal stress from schools, peers, home, and unfortunately, Julie Carell, a licensed psychologist and director of the Suicide Prevention and Exposure Lab, at the University of Kentucky told NBC News, quote, the CDC survey found that more than one in five such youth, 22%, have attempted suicide within the past year. Stigma and violence towards LGBTQ teenagers largely contributed to their poor mental health. 
In 2021, 22% of the high school students had seriously considered attempting suicide during the previous year. Female students were much more likely than male students to seriously consider attempting suicide. Quote, indeed, a dramatic rise in violent behavior, targeting girls in particular is a stark finding in the CDC report. One such assault received national attention. I'm going to skip ahead in the article because it's a long one. Quote, sexual violence too has risen among the girls with one in five saying they've experienced in the past year. The CDC said 14% said they've been forced into having sex. That's a jump from 11% of the girls who said they've been sexually assaulted in 2019. And for every 10 teenage girls, you know, at least one of them probably more has been raped. Ether said at the briefing Ori recounted Monday a time as an emergency room physician. She treated a college student had been assaulted. It goes on from there. I'll skip, I'll skip ahead because it is a long article. So, but I think you get the idea. This is a dramatic crisis. Um, so I'll, let me just read some, some more of it um, that, towards the end of the article. Quote, the CDC report calls for more programs in the schools, such as sex ed, to address the ongoing and growing mental health crisis. Quote, we suggest that our schools start by educating their staff and their families about what mental health is and what supports are available, how they can access these services. It goes on from there. But anyway, you get the idea. So it's from NBC News, quoting a report from the CDC, which is the federal government. So those numbers are pretty stark. I mean, the numbers are rather startling, aren't they? You've got, you've got 57%, 50, three out of five teenage girls, 57%, so that they feel persistently sad or hopeless. And 30% of teenage girls have said that they seriously considered dying by suicide. That's, and, and, and that's risen 60% over the past 10 years. That's, those are startling numbers. When you've got 57% of a population, 57% saying that they feel persistently sad and hopeless, that's the majority. So this isn't just one or two people. This isn't anecdotal. And, and this is a large survey. Over 17,000 people were surveyed. And this is coming from the federal government. Federal government saying, hey, America, 57% of your teenage girls are feeling hopelessly sad and depressed. It shouldn't be that way, should it? I mean, teenage girls should be bubbly and happily and the whole world's in front of them. If they're pretty, the, all, and if they're athletic, they should have all this excitement. And, and if they're successful and academically gifted, and even if they're not, they should have all these wonderful things in front of them, right? They should be excited about life. They should be pursuing love interests and pursuing their careers and pursuing their educations and all of these things. So when you look at this, when you look at these numbers, these startling, and, and the CDC says this has increased 60% over the last decade. Well, what has society done? What have our corrupt and failing politicians done about this? Nothing. Nothing that I'm aware of. You aware of anything? I'm not. What is our government? Our government does this big report and says, hey, we've got this crisis. What's the government's proposed solution? None. We're just going to let this continue? Really? This is okay with people? You got you know, millions of teenage people thinking they're going to kill themselves. Majority, 57%, three in five teenage girls saying they feel persistently sad and hopeless when they should at that time of the, their life be optimistic and cheerful and happy and pursuing goals. They should be pursuing sports and music and educations and careers and love interests and friends. But none of that's going on. Well, what has changed in the last decade? Well, I've done previous podcasts. You can listen to them online. They're free. That show that the average teenage girl is now on her cell phone 10 hours a day. 
I've done podcasts that show that the average parent spends five minutes a day with their children. You think that has some, something to do with it? I mean, yeah, the pandemic didn't help, but if kids, particularly teenage girls, are sitting on their cell phones 70 hours a week, and if they're sleeping eight hours a day, that pretty much doesn't leave any time for anything else. No sports, extracurricular activities, music, or anything else, friends, or love interests, or anything else, because what are they doing? Or work. What are they doing? They're on their phones 10 hours a day, and they're sleeping eight hours a day. Well, that's 18 hours a day. Yeah, then... Yeah, then, you know, using the bathroom and eating food, maybe doing a little laundry. Well, there isn't much time left for anything then, is there? So what we've done is we've allowed teenagers, particularly teenage girls, to opt out of society. They're just sitting on their cell phones all day, every day, or their computers all day, every day, right? Sexting people on social media, becoming social influencers, all that stuff. But how is it benefiting them? How, how's that How's that leading them to success in their professional or personal careers? Well, it's not. They're saying, hey, 57% saying they're feeling persistently sad and depressed. That's a problem. That's a major problem. What happens when these people become employees? What happens when these people become mothers? What happens when they become wives? Are they possibly going to be able to handle any of that while they have a 10-hour-a-day cell phone addiction? Every day I drive in a car, just about, and when I look out the window, I look to the cars next to me, and I see particularly teenage girls texting and driving. They're not even looking at the road. I just watched one rear-end another car the other day on a highway, believe it or not, because they weren't even looking. When, 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 when the car crash happened, they were staring at their cell phone. They were driving while staring at a cell phone. It was a 55-mile-an-hour zone. Haven't you seen that too? So what you've got is you have a situation here where we have allowed cell phone addictions, just as one example, to get way out of hand, and nobody's done anything. Nobody's, everyone's given you know, these people rights but no responsibilities. And what's the end result? Is it happiness, success? They have all this free time? No. No, they're miserable because they're not taking the time to make time for friends or family. That's what's going on, people. You know it. I know it. And I believe it's another sign of the decline and fall of America. What do you think? I'm Charles Factor, broadcasting live from the Holly Springs studios in the great state of North Carolina. Wishing you a great day.